Welcome to the Personal Finance Made Simple podcast, where we believe everyone can take control of their money, where personal finance should not be complicated, and we believe that no one should live with money stress. I'm your host, Dan Roman, and as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Your time and your attention are super valuable to me, so thank you. My statement to all of you listening is, why are we not taking our personal finances personal? As a reminder, the status of your money is based on the decisions you make with it. Please visit the show notes of this podcast, the details section of this podcast to find social media links, email, website, and how we can connect further. Thank you. So I'm calling this on the couch. You see, um, before you're like, all right, this sounds like a weird name to a podcast because most of my podcast episodes have been pretty straightforward on titles. This is not some shit that I'm trying to create to sound metaphorical or to appear smarter than I actually am. I named this The Couch because on Mother's Day of 2017, that's when, that's where I was when my life changed forever. My wife and I, at that time, we spent the day with our moms. We went out for breakfast. We went shopping, the four of us. And it was it was a pleasant day. Now, just a year or two before this, you know, 2015, 2016, I discovered, like, for the first time where my wife and I were financially. It was tax time. And I saw that my wife and I made over a hundred grand combined and had nothing to show for it. Talk about disgusting. Nothing in retirement, no assets. All we had was a stupid, expensive apartment, a lot of nice things. We ate out a lot, but we didn't have shit else. For years, my wife wanted to start a family. Uh, And for years, I delayed that conversation. I persuaded her why we should wait for this to happen or wait for that to happen. And then when I had no other card to play, I simply just lied to her. You see, family is really important to to my wife, like uber, super important. And now that I'm a father, I can say that it's extremely vital to my peace of mind to my thriving in relationship to my connection to another human outside of my wife to seeing my daughter develop I mean I is this what I was missing out on all these years the joy that my daughter brings to me the laughter the fun that 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 she is this is what I've been missing out on I delayed all these years to miss out on this But that's where I was. Now, I wasn't because I was scared of being a dad. I actually consider myself to be a very hands-on father, especially considering that I have a daughter. And I, I get that from my mom. I mean, we that, that personality, my brother and I just, when something has to be done, we just pop on up and get it done. That That comes from mom, but... I wasn't scared of being a father. I was scared of what a child would do in our household with our current financial position. 
That was my fear. That's what I was scared of. Scared enough to play around with my wife for something that was essential to her. And I just played around. So Mother's Day 2017, I dropped that atomic bomb on my wife. And I told her after dinner, after we got home from spending the day with our moms, after we, you know, got comfortable and picked the movie we wanted to watch. I had butterflies in my stomach. I was nervous as fuck. My heart was racing, beating up out my chest. I told my wife on Mother's Day, on Mother's Day, I do not want kids. My wife looked at me, gave me the side eye. She paused and she said, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Now, I replay that night in my head all the time and I, and I regret it. I regret it because... I didn't communicate to her properly. I regret it because I was operating from a level of fear. Instead of talking to my wife about my my thoughts, my feelings, my fears, I spoke at her and I told her some shit that I didn't even believe at the time, but because I was coming from such a strong place of fear, that's what I led with. Now, kids cost money, but kids don't cost that much money. And I'll cover this in a future podcast episode about what I mean by that. But my words to my wife at the time, knowing that that was her, her sensitive point, that was wrong of me. Now, looking looking back at it now, I can... I can draw a lot of conclusions because a lot of time has passed. A lot of healing has been done. My wife and I went to therapy. I went to therapy alone. I really fo- I really worked on my, my mental and physical health. I really got connected with with God and, and prayed and seeked counsel. And we both did the work necessary to allow things to be healed. But my words to my wife at that time were unclear. I should have been more vulnerable, honest. I should have expressed to her what I was feeling and thinking, not just simply drop a bomb right in her living room. Now, I wanted to share this, I wanted to share this story with you to inform you all that we all have money fears. And you just heard what mine was. Now, what ended up happening is because of what I said and how I said it, my wife and I ended up getting divorced. When we operate from a place of fear, bad things happen. In my situation, I lost my wife. I shattered her heart. We got divorced. I ruined the perception she had of me, the image she had of me, I betrayed her. I lied to her. I manipulated and played around with her. I I mean, whatever else you could think of, insert it. Because I did that. But thankfully, my wife and I were able to rebound. 
Now, I, I say that like nonchalant, like we just woke up one day and decided like, nah, we spent years really working at what phase two of our life was going to be like, what phase two of marriage was going to be like if we decided to get remarried again, how how children, how starting a family, having a family was non-negotiable, how she was not going to accept anything but the truth from me, how she was not going to accept zero bullshit. She had a zero bullshit sensor slapped on her forehead. And she held true to that. And I needed that because I needed to, to, I needed the accountability within a relationship so that if it led to marriage, I can be a better husband and a better man. And while I'm not a perfect man, I'm progressing each and every single day. If you ever see my wife, you could ask her, how's Dan doing? Talk to me about Dan. And she'll tell you that I'm a much better man today than I was when we first met. And I think she would agree with me that this marriage is much better than our first. We got remarried September of 2020. But the couch, right? The whole, the title of this episode, that night on the couch changed both of our lives because we both learned so much about Oh my gosh, we both learned so much about marriage, how to talk to one another, how to talk to each other, how to work our way through a problem, how it's not her versus me, it's us us together versus a problem, how important the conversation of money is in marriage when money fights and money problems are still the leading causes of divorce in America today. COVID was number three. (laughs) So if we know that money fights and money problems lead to the most amount of divorces, then why not work on the, the topic of personal finance and money with your partners, with your spouses right now so that you two don't have to go through the shit that we went through? Now, Money wasn't the reason why we got divorced, but money was the reason why I operated from a space of fear that led me to tell my wife what I did that led to a divorce. So the root cause was still money, but sometimes it won't always be that obvious. Today, our marriage is better than our first one, without a doubt. I'm extremely happy. My wife brings me so much peace and comfort Humility, laughter, love, genuine, genuine, genuine love. A love that I didn't even experience the first time around. I'll be honest with you. I'm extremely happy being a father. Like the connection my daughter and I have, she's goofy, happy loving. She loves to hug and hold hands and she loves to sit in between my legs when I cross my legs Indian style on the floor to read her a book or play with. She likes to sit in between my legs like a little pocket for her. She smells so nice. Her hair is so curly. Some of you have seen pictures of her on, on, on social media. There's no greater joy than seeing her smile and laugh and have a good time. That's what I live for. And to think that I missed out on this by delaying us starting a family. 
But if we don't go through life learning some shit and then changing some shit, then, like, what's the point? Just know this. (laughs) While this shit sounds easy, there was a lot of work behind the scenes. There was a lot of pain and crying and sorrow behind the scenes. But there was also a lot of growth behind the scenes between my wife and I. So much so that I can't express into words everything that we went through individually and together. So if you find yourself in this situation, while I would love to plug myself and, and, and offer some sort of help or service to you, the truth is, is that some of you may not want to work with me, may not want to talk to me about your problems, but you need to talk to somebody. A pastor, a mentor, someone that you look up to, maybe a married couple that you look up to, that they can kind of be your godfather, godmother, kind of role model figures on what this thing called marriage is so that you can learn from these mentors and be better. Because the truth is, we don't have everything figured out. We're not equipped with all the tools needed to be in a marriage, to maintain a household with a partner, to... I mean, I meet people every day that that struggle financially because they were never taught. I'm a victim of that too. My mother didn't teach me anything about money besides adding up totals at the grocery store line and how to write a check. But she didn't teach me any fundamental building blocks when it came to personal finance and money. So how, how was I supposed to manage life without knowing? By making a lot of mistakes and hopefully waking up and figuring it out, which eventually I did. But you don't have to make the same mistakes I did. You can seek counsel. You can grab a mentor and say, hey, I really admire how you treat your husband or your wife. And I would love to sit down for a cup of coffee or over lunch so that I can learn on what I can do to make my marriage better or my relationship better or how to improve my personal finances. You see, that's an area where I will plug myself and I will say that if you are struggling with anything when it comes to your personal finances, you don't have to be alone while doing it. My focus is to keep personal finance simple so that you can remove the obstacles that are in front of you to eliminate the frustrations that you have because of that obstacle. Take control of your money. Live without money stress. Build wealth and live the life you want. You're not alone. I'm here for you. Love. Okay, episode is over. Please leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. The more you rate, the more you review. It's going to allow other people to see what we have going on, the community we're building, and the difference we're trying to make in personal finance. As a reminder, this podcast is no way a distribution of tax, legal, or investment advice. The Personal Finance Made Simple podcast is for general education purposes only. Any and all information I provide is strictly for that reason. I have I have, and will continue to provide an educated opinion. Lastly, I have not evaluated your financial snapshot, portfolio, or risk assessment. As a reminder, the status of your money is based on the decisions you make with it. So, why are you not taking your personal finances personal? <laughs>